This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course, on the NSN app. We mentioned that Rigavim was founded in 2006, the efforts of uh, Yehuda Eliyahu and Bitsal Smotrich as a response to a Supreme Court case versus the illegal outpost of Harasha in the Shomron. And um, Yehuda Eliyahu is sitting with us. He's only a Hebrew speaker, so <laughs> we're limited in our ability to converse. But if you're watching the video, you see him sitting with us and taking part in this conversation uh, as an observer. Josh Haston is the International Director for Regavim. It's a position he's held for a little while, and uh, we get an opportunity to check in with him and find out the latest of their activities. Josh, welcome back to JM in the AM. True pleasure. It's great to have you here at Regavim. Glad you're here in Israel. I appreciate that, and it's great to speak to you. You've been a guest of ours before. You've uh, been involved in many great organizations, a lot of fantastic efforts here in the state of Israel. Uh, you've even had uh, episodes that you've been involved with that have gotten international attention and have really put the spotlight on some of the absurdities that, ha- that unfortunately sometimes occur here in Israel, and you know what I mean. Uh, today we get to discuss uh, something that's uh, important, vital, certainly uh, something that's critical for the present and the future of Israel, and in some ways we'll meet up with some of the absurd things happening in this country as well through that. Uh, tell me about, uh, how would you explain to the novice who's not familiar with Rigavim's activities, what Rigavim is all about. It's really all about what you said in the mission statement from the organization. It's about safeguarding state lands. I mean, we're here to protect the physical land uh, in Israel, whether it's the north, whether it's the south, whether it's Judea and Samaria. Regavim has a presence throughout the country, and we want to make sure that people are abiding by the law. This is a democratic country, the only one here in the Middle East, regardless of what you hear about Turkey. You know, you can question that democracy, but we're the only democracy in the Middle East, and there are laws. You can't just go out and build wherever you want to build. You have to follow the the rules. And unfortunately, time after time, what we're seeing in Regavim, and I've only been here a short time, but we're seeing illegal building being carried out by various uh, bodies, whether you're talking about the Bedouin in the Negev, or whether you're talking about Arabs in the north, or in Judea and Samaria, as you mentioned earlier, funded by foreign entities, such as the European Union. That's probably the top funder, and they're carrying out illegal activity on the land here on the, in, in the state of Israel, which is completely illegal. It's against international law. It's against, obviously, our, our laws for an entity to come in and do that and, and pretend as if this is their sovereign right. uh, uh, land here, which it, it is not. So Regavim is a watchdog organization. More than that, in addition to uh, making sure that people aren't building illegally, when they do build illegally, Regavim reports that building to the authorities. And if the authorities don't take action, Regavim takes that next step and files lawsuits against those entities, whether they're the European Union, which a lawsuit was filed against them, or others who think that they can just come in and build illegally in the land of Israel. Now, in your capacity, I would say you're dealing with two distinct groups who must be educated on these issues. The first is the press. And I would assume, especially with your experience in the press, I would assume that most of the worldwide press are not that interested in what Rigavim is all about. 
Yeah, no, I would agree with you. I mean, the worldwide press and others, if you're talking about uh, the United Nations and other institutions, they come in and they paint the picture of the big bad Israel who is uh, going up against uh, uh, the, the tiny, puny Bedouin in the Negev. And why can't Israel just give these people what they want and we're entrenching upon their human rights? Uh, the European Union, of course, does the same thing. And, but those aren't the facts. And the media portrays it, again, as a battle of David and Goliath, where Israel is the Goliath. But if you take a step uh, a little bit closer and you actually see the work that Regavim is doing in the field and get a, a, a tour uh, of the situation in the Negev, of Judea and Samaria, up near uh, Carmiel in the north, and understand, you'll be able to see the reality. And the reality is you have so many violations in terms of building illegally or setting up gas stations without the proper permits or creating environmental hazards throughout the country. All that is being uh, is not being reported in the mainstream media, and that's why Regavim has to be there. To those who think that this is only a problem in Judea and Samaria, they have to realize, as you just mentioned, Carmiel, they have to realize that this is happening all over Israel. All over the country. I mean, the Negev, if you go down and stand on, there's a certain hill we take visitors to, you get a, a wide view, a panoramic view of the northern Negev, just a little bit north of Beersheba. You will see all the illegal build, uh, building squat, uh, squatting taking place by the, the Bedouin down in the Negev. And there are solutions out there. It's important to remember, Israel is not leaving these people hanging. Mm-hmm. The government has put together proposals. There are proposals on the table. There are recognized Bedouin villages. But for many reasons, uh, the Bedouin down there choose not to not to take advantage of the situation, not to put their houses on the grid. Why, if I can squat and nobody's going to do anything, why would I pay for water? Why would I pay for electricity? You have tribal warfare going on down there where one clan who's living, let's say, in a legal town decides that they're not going to let members of another tribe uh, dwell in their towns. So you have a city, let's say, of 30,000 or designed for 30,000 people, but you have 12,000 people there. And this tribe says, we are not going to let anyone else into this village. And then that tribe goes out goes out and starts uh, squatting illegally on land. So there are solutions out there. We're trying to find solutions. This isn't an anti-government organization. We're trying to work with the government and uh, institute those solutions for the people in, in the Negev and, and also in Judea and Samaria and in the north. Does the government know it's not an anti-government institution? Do they get the... the yeah. They're they not paranoid in that way when they see Rigavim showing up. They're not thinking, uh-oh, here comes people who are against us. No, I, I don't believe that they're par- paranoid in any way. I'm sure you have certain members of Knesset who are not fans of the organization, right. not fans of Regavim, but we do have a presence in, in the Knesset. And, uh, and, and I think that deep down, even those who won't openly admit for political reasons that they're supporters of Regavim, they know the organization is doing perhaps what they should be doing right. themselves, monitoring the situation throughout the country, the, the illegal se- building. The second group of people, in addition to the media, that uh, I would guess you're most interested in reaching are, are, are the people who, who want to support this cause. I mean, there are, and not just our listeners, but people around the world who are uh, focused on doing their part to help build the land of Israel. Now, this may not seem like a direct you know, activity that helps build the land of Israel, but you know from your experience that's exactly what it is. No, absolutely. I mean, you have different wars going on here, whether it's the war of tanks, whether it's the war of words, Hasbara, if you want to call it that. I like calling it public diplomacy. But here you have a war over physical land, and those people who want to get involved and actually fighting for, as you mentioned before, Regavim means clumps of land. Right. If you want to get involved in fighting and, and salvaging those clumps of land, and you add a clump after another clump after another one, you're talking about thousands of, of kilometers or miles in the U.S. of land which are being 
uh, fought over, and that's what Regavim is doing. They are waging that battle against those uh, in the European Union, in the Palestinian Authority, and other entities who are trying to take away, they're trying to take away the land of Israel from the Jewish people by building illegally. Uh, you mentioned Judea and Samaria. From here, where we are, we're very close to, I mean, within five, ten minutes from where we're sitting here in Shara Binyamin, we could be out into the field seeing European Union buildings, and I mentioned before to Miriam, you're talking about in the year 2012 alone, 100 million euro invested in illegally seizing. This is against the Oslo Accords, whether you're pro or against the <laughs> Oslo Accords. They are violating Oslo. They are violating uh, Israeli law and putting these structures. If you can take a tour, they're just popping up all over the landscape. When, when the Jews go home, uh, those who observe uh, the, the, the building go home for Shabbat, that's when they bring out the bulldozers into the fields, mm. and that's when they're doing their activity. When nobody's looking, you come back on a Sunday, and the European Union has planted another similar gray structure. They all look the same with the European Union flag on them. They're making, no, they're not hiding anything. They are out there uh, taking credit for this illegal building, c- saying it's for humanitarian reasons, but we know this is a land seizure. From here to the Dead Sea, they're trying to take what is known as Area C, which is under Israeli administrative and military control. They're trying to seize that land from here to the Dead Sea can tra- uh, and actually create a de facto Palestinian state illegally. Forget about negotiations. They don't want any of those, whether you're for negotiations or against. That's not the point. They're trying to create facts on the ground from here to the Dead Sea, a contiguous area from the north, from Ramallah down to Beit Lech, from this area where we are, the western uh, north north of Jerusalem, down to the Dead Sea to create a contiguous Palestinian state without even sitting at the table. That's their goal. Josh Haston, International Director for Rigavim. One of the things that uh, was so alarming to me and uh, to those of us who were discussing this before the show was this whole EU development, or at least for us it's a development, uh, because we have heard, and many people, even in the U.S., have heard about EU participation and their backing and how politically... They like seeing things go in this direction, the one you're describing, not, not the one that your organization is favoring. And so, you know, but, so we thought it was limited. But when we see the amount of activity and the Rigavim map and <laughs> how filled it is with, uh, with EU property or EU-sponsored property at this point, it's really gotten completely out of hand. It's a violation of Israeli sovereignty. And the next time you play a song on the show... Literally, we have between the time the show, the, the song starts and finishes, I could take you out into the field in my car, drive three minutes out, and you could see those facts on the ground which they are creating illegally. Um, it's that simple. It's, it's everywhere. It's growing. And that is why Regavim is active. If you meet our guys out in the field, you know, the office today is pretty empty, if you've noticed. Why? Because the guys are out in the field <laughs> monitoring the situation on the ground, evaluating it, taking the pictures. We have... Uh, you know, drones and other types of technology to actually see what's going on, get aerial footage, aerial shots, and, and you could see it firsthand for yourself, and they are not, we were talking about with Judy Grossman before, we they're not hiding about it, they're not bashful about it, they put proudly a flag on it and bring in heavy equipment to try to create these facts on the ground. That's why Regavim is here, Regavim has to be that watchdog um, in order to combat the illegal building, wherever it takes place throughout the country. Uh, Yehud Eliyahu is sitting next to you, and uh, he's a Hebrew speaker, so it's a, a challenge for us to speak to him directly. He's one of the founders. I'm sure you've had a chance to speak with him in Hebrew. Uh, could you tell us something about the founding of the organization that we'd find interesting from 10 years ago? Well, I, I would just say that you know, if you take a look at Yehud Eliyahu sitting here, in addition to Batal Smotrich, 
he now moved on to to the Knesset, and hopefully he'll be a guest on the show Meeting a little bit Batalo. later today. Batalo, right. that is, and, um, and and you can just see that the 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 influence. You know, people can't just get up one day and join the Knesset. I mean, you have to <laughs> proven yourself. Right. Uh, at least you know in most of the cases, right. unless there's a rare exception. But 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 just to give you a, an idea of how vital the organization is, the influence the organization has had, you have one of the two heads serving as a member of Knesset. Yehuda is not a man of many words, as you see, for him from him being here today, but it could, I bet you it could have been either one of them. I haven't had this conversation with him. Who got to decide? I'll run for Knesset. You run the organization. I don't know. I don't know that much yet uh, in terms of the, the personal history and, and how that all went down, but I'm, I'm sure it could have been Yehuda, not to take away from Batala, but right. I'm saying the influence that the organization and its leaders had on, on policy and on changing those, those illegal facts on the ground has been tremendous. It's only been 10 years, as you mentioned, and right. hopefully it'll be many, many more years. Unfortunately, that's the case because, as, you, as we said, the European Union and others continue this illegal activity to harm the state of Israel. This is not a humanitarian disaster uh, in any, by any stretch of the imagination. They're trying to harm the state of Israel and seize land. We're here to prevent that. All right, Josh Haston, and he's invited, obviously, to uh, join us at any point during this program. He is International Director for Rigavim. We should mention... Uh, that those who want to support or get more information, the website's a good resource for both, I assume, right? People can yes. donate and can... Absolutely. Uh, Rigavim.org. Right, Rigavim.org, and get more information that way. And you do, I assume, plan on traveling to the United States at some point, right, to meet with people and to just conduct some type of uh, informational session so that people can find out more about the organization? Absolutely. I don't have tickets yet, but right. <laughs> uh, one of these days I will uh, probably here in the near future, I, I will be traveling and... Uh, trying to get people uh, on board with the mission and educating them about these uh, these realities that we understand here on the ground. Right, and uh, you're, you, you and uh, and we together are learning just how important it is for the future of Israel to include people from outside of Israel. We want partners. Right. We want partners on this mission. It's the only way it's going to happen. All right, more coming up. Thank you, Josh. We'll speak later on. Uh, he is the international director for Regavim. Josh Haston has been involved in amazing activities on behalf of Israel for many, many years. Now with the Rigavim, you can go to the website at rigavim.org for information. More guests coming up and more of a focus on what this organization does here in the state of Israel if you keep it here at JM in the AM. <laughs>